Is it Backstreet Boys? Is that what I'm that, doing? Um, yep, that's Backstreet's back. All right. Where they go, um, they encourage... Bow, bow, yeah. bow, bow, what, do they say? what do they say? They say, uh, they keep asking the fellas. They go, am I sexual? And then all the boys... Am I original? Yeah. But, and all the guys are like, yeah. I love it. How am I sensual? I believe is one of them. They say sexual and sensual. I think so. What's the difference? Um, sexual is is more raw, more animalistic. Sensual has that veneer of society about it, that uh, draped elegance. I'm thinking of a purple crushed think, velvet you, curtain on top them, of raw would sexuality. Would you think of them as uh, synonyms? No. No. They're similar, but they're different. Mm. What's a synonym for sexual? Hmm. I can't think of one. All I've got is horny, and it's yeah, that's different. They're different, so it's not a synonym. What's a synonym for sensual? Mm. Might be one of a kind as well. Delicate. No. What? No. I don't know, man. Look, you've painted yourself into the square. Don't pa- you? Don't you lash out at me? <laughs> I haven't painted. Don't a s- you lash out at me, Guy Montgomery? I haven't painted a single thing. You're a real piece of shit, Guy Montgomery. I'm actually cool and nice. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Uh, welcome to the friend zone. It's been Thanks. it's been a minute. Thank you, guy. And I've been hanging out today. Yeah, we got a coffee in the morning. It was fucking swell, and we've been plotting. I know we, worst idea shit. We took out our calendars, which is pretty cool, and we went through them together. And in our world, that's doing business, baby. Yeah, man. Killian is um, rounding to a close pretty soon. I think we've got two episodes left to come out. And I tell you what, it was a very experimental move from us. The yeah. Killianeer TV season. I think it deserves to be called a season. Yeah. A um, lot of work, mainly from me. Yeah. Let's be honest. Not going to lie. Uh, but an interesting experiment in video production. One thing that I've kind of like, we have failed to highlight is that <laughs> it's called Killianeer TV. The full video of them is on the Substack. And we really, we don't talk about that at all. And we really should. Yes. <laughs> so yes. if you want to check those out or su- and or support us, you know, you're supporting us now by listening to us. But if you want to support us more, you got to And the, video, the videos are, are cool. There's lots Twilight. of little uh, treasure. You get to see the people. You get to see us in our Killionaire studio. And there's lots of little visual tricks and treats and gags and not a, got a word that rhymes with gags. Gags and goofs. Gags and japes. Yeah. Not uh, rhyming, but... And so, is gags and japes a synonym? Yep, I got some good japes. Got some good gags. Yeah, yeah. You got you got one, Tim. You hooked a synonym. Killionaire TV. Yeah, it's not. Then that in itself is not just a gag that it's on the radio. There's legitimately video. There's a video component that was non-ironically titled. Duh. How That's are right. you, guy? Pretty good, pretty good, Tim. Uh, what's been happening? I did so I've done much some, happening. Done some stand-up comedy recently, mm-hmm. and um, look, I was pretty funny. Yeah, man. Not always as funny as I was trying, but like funny enough that I think anyone who saw would have thought that was a good time. You did a gig last night that I was supposed to host, but I've been a I've I've been a homebody. Yeah, because my wife got COVID again. Rude. Wow, <laughs> that's uh, what I said to her when she got the positive result. Wow. Yeah, and, and then like, every morning she'd take a rat, and she was still negative, and I go, you mean still positive? Oh yeah, 
And mm. you got Remy doing sound effects too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Remy would go, wah, 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 wah. You know, it is my infant son's first birthday in three days. Oh my gosh. Wild. Yeah. I can't wait to celebrate. Wild stuff. Every year I'm going to um, put a dollar into a bank account for Remy. One dollar per year. And in two, three years time, who knows how much money that'll be. Uh, I do. It's two or three dollars, depending on when you've just done the count. Inflation. He's what, got me. What is inflation? Mm, exactly. <laughs> You'd know. Exactly. It's when the number goes up, but mm. we don't want it to. Yeah. You need it to by a little bit. It's when the <laughs> you want it to go up by about three percent. Why? Why do, why do I want that? Because we're in an economic system that demands constant growth. Mm. But if you get out ahead of your skis, the whole thing <laughs> fucking stops working big time. And if it's any lower than 3%, you go, oh, we're not growing enough. That's bad. And then people worry. The whole thing's horseshit, Look, mate. Tim, I'll give you the long and short of it. Go on. I'm good. We've moved through what I found to be a brutal winter here. Spring is springing. The grass is riz. I just lost my wife and kids. <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> Things are great at home. We got to find them, man. We simply must stop recording podcasts <laughs> and go and find your Fano. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'm pretty happy to be out of like ISO. Mm. You know, um, dodge the bullet. Didn't catch it. Now nah, I won't have another drink. Thank guys. Um, very tactfully, silently offering me some more booze off mic. A beer. Um, but here's the thing. And actually, do you know what? I'm going to give them a shout out. Oh, can I? Can I shout out a company? Tim. Oh, wait, of is this the right one? I don't know if they're outside New Zealand, but um, if you're in New Zealand, grab yourself a happy hour hard kombucha because they, um, they DM me on Instagram and they were like, can you make a playlist for us? <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. So then I did. And then I forgot to like repost their um, story because I don't really yeah. like Instagram very much. Um, but they sent me... A few of these, and like I've just been quietly getting quite chopped because you don't, you kind of forget it's got booze in it because you're drinking kombucha. Because you're drinking kombucha, but it's four and a half percent alcohol. I kind of like what I like about kombucha because I've drank a bit of kombucha in my time. Mm. Is it kind of you know, it kind of tastes like shit in the same way that your first beer tastes like shit, and so it's actually a pretty healthy alternative to having a beer because you're like. This is a somewhat challenging drink. <laughs> Healthy in the like personal growth sense. Yeah. Um, it's good for your guts, right? Kombucha? Yeah, yeah. They say it's good for your microbiome or something. It's got the goods. It's got the little bugs. This is the thing about having a beer. As much as I love it, mm. it's poison. Mm-hmm. And the first beer you have tastes terrible. And mm. that's an honest response to what the actual taste of beer is. We yeah. coach ourselves into enjoying it. But the fact of the matter is it tastes bad because it's you're drinking a a cup of fermented poison. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> Both of those things can be true. I saw an ad for a tequila recently. It was just a beautiful woman with flawless skin next to a bottle of tequila. Mm. She could have been advertising anything. It's very hard to advertise a consumable good like booze that, on, a, on a page. That you know? woman looks like she enjoys a tequila from time to time. If mm-hmm. you want to sell me on the value of this tequila... 
Show me someone who's like given up everything for it. Show, show me how badly this, wow. te- how good this tequila is, how hard it could derail someone's life. Jesus. I want to see a guy who's like refinanced his house and lost his family because he loves the tequila so and you, much. You can see that based on his blemished skin and That's half right. opened eyes. I want to see a picture of a beautiful woman who has like the most responsible relationship to this high end tequila. She's not even drinking alcoholic kombucha, she's just drinking normal kombucha. Yeah. Give me the guy who's lost it all and you can tell on his face. It's such a funny idea for a campaign guy. Go forth and make it. It's, I feel like it'll be an um, anti-alcohol campaign. It'll be like one where the ads look like they're for traditional, you know, like traditional alcohol yeah. ads or traditional spirits um, ads. And then the actual fine print and copy and the imagery is actually saying... This Amen. is destroying society. Amen. Drinking's not good. It's like those um, ACC ads that have, I think, they've done the rounds a few times globally online. The old virally, ones. Yeah. yeah so ACC, right, international listener, is this thing we've got because in New Zealand, at some point we were like, fuck, man, we don't want everyone to just be suing everyone. No one kind of benefits from yeah. that except lawyers. So we invented this thing inside the government called the Accident Compensation Corporation, which is just a big fund that everyone pays into from their like you know their earnings, their salary and wages when they pay their taxes. This is the sort of thing that will have an American quaking in their boots. Absolutely. It's the best kind of socialism there is. And then if you fuck yourself up, especially at work, they pay you like 80% of your income while you get rehabilitated and no one gets sued. Yeah, and we've got these ads because ACC's job is like, man, it would be fabulous if we, uh, you know, restricted the amount of payouts that we have to make. So we'll teach people how to swim good to avoid drownings and not trip over coffee tables at yeah. home, and to put bath towels outside of their showers so when they step on their tiled floors, they don't slip and smack their heads. So we had these PSAs. PSAs made by ACC and uh, they're real bait and switches. Yeah, they're all framed like you know traditional ads for household products or whatever. And then chalky so- bars, one of them I think. It's like a mum with your chalky bars, muesli bars or something. And she step onto a a glass coffee yeah, table. Yeah, she she just steps onto fucking, one of her kids. Dude, she fucking nails herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one with a guy like putting on like a solar guard, like a paint protector outside his house up a ladder, and then the ladder goes and he fucking he absolutely cakes it. He eats shit, you guys. <laughs> Like, I think you're watching a dude become a paraplegic in real time in yeah. that ad. It's nuts. And then the ad's like, hey, man, hey, take it easy. <laughs> hey, man, get someone, get a spot for your lettering. The goal of these ads to tell us to take it easy. It's like, you <laughs> fucking take it easy. <laughs> Putting this on TV making me think I'm watching an ad for Solar Guard. Quite. Anyway, Tim, I'm on f- Meta. I'm uh, in the Metaverse now. I'm a huge, cool. z- I'm a huge fuck for Zuck kind of guy. Cuck. Yeah, uh, so I'm having a lot of fun. I'm in front of a digital rendering of the Eiffel Tower. Mm. Paris, the city of love. Mm. You know what joke I used to try and say? I'd say, my love language? <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking always ate it. Anyway, here in the metaverse, I've got a message from someone else who's in the metaverse. It's for us. All right. My dearest Timberly Wimbley in the flash. Yes. I watched the, this will date the message a little, mm. new Elvis biopic. Biopic? It's totally up to you. It always is. It was fantastic, and I had some legitimate heaving sobs by the end of it. Aww. As I lay in bed, I contemplated the life of Elvis, and I drew a connection from him Uh-oh. 
to Setem Andler. Thank God. I thought it was going to be us. That I only made from your show. Elvis had a lot of people that relied on him and made money off his success. And during the time when he was making movies, he was forced to make more and more movies that ended up being bad just to support the people around him. Even having to basically sell out to companies and doing boring, family-friendly content, not being able to go back to the music he loved for a time. While it may not be completely comparable to The Sandman, it really got me thinking. Love the work you beautiful men do. I'm also listening to Death Blart for maybe the 20th time. Fuck and I think you, you definitely should spend more time with the McElroys. It doesn't have to be watching a bad movie. Maybe watch the best picture of the Oscars or something. Or something else completely unrelated. I'm not the content genius as you are. Anywho, this message went a <laughs> heck of a lot longer than I thought it would. So Jesus. I'll say yeah. so long for now. Mm. And... Yep. Say my name, Robert Truchel. Robbie Truchel. Truchel. Yes. And the true shall set you free. Thank you, Robert. Uh, what do you think of all that, Tim? What do you think about the... It's an interesting parallel, isn't it? Elvis and the Sandman. I think the thing that really cooked Elvis, I think there was a few things. I Was Elvis addicted to things? Yes. I don't get the sense that Sandler's fallen into that. He doesn't. He doesn't strike me as a fiend of any I've got kind. A lo- I've got a lot of love for the Sandman, and every time I come across him in an interview, outside of the things he makes that I don't enjoy, sure, he seems like a, a very well-adjusted guy yeah. who's got an appropriate. I think Elvis. You know, it's it's the story of a lot of these early rock stars. They lost a huge amount of creative control. Music's uniquely fucked as well. Like the film industry is bad, but music, man. Music. Music, bu- bu- man. Power. I don't think Adam Sandler has a Colonel Tom Hanks, mm. you know, to really like grab every dollar before it gets in his bank account and force him to be on tour all the time and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think um, I can see the comparison, but Sandler seems to be doing it in good faith of his own volition. You know, whereas Elvis, it felt like, was being... I mean, don't get me wrong. He's not a faultless guy, but taken advantage of. It's fucking like... I saw it, I think, because of the sort of um, promotion and discussions around this movie coming out. I think the um, algorithm foisted some, like, later-in-life Elvis footage at me, and it Mm. is... It's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've I've not watched it. I've not followed the whole Elvis story. What is what is your um YouTube algorithm looking like these days? What do you get served up when you open the front page? You'll pry it from my cold dead hands, that information. Oh my god, really? Yeah. No, it's honestly it's just riding the algorithmic wave deep into the night. It's a it's a lot of it's just a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Mine's yeah, mine's very boring. Yeah, mine's boring too. Uh, I bet yours is fucking interesting. It really isn't. Uh Timby, yes, Gee. Okay. Hope you're both well. As a longtime fan, on the back of the latest friend zone, I'll just pause here. This was sent on the 30th of July, 2021. Wow. I thought I'd throw our name in the hat of tunes you might like. Oh, crap. They've sent me a music track and I'm not prepared <laughs> for this. <laughs> the below track isn't even out yet so it's a sneaky preview thanks for all the laughs and boner inspections stay frosty gentlemen and say my name mort oh we've already done it maybe 
So this next message, which is the new one, is, is was sent to us on the 17th of January, 2022. Okay. Flash forward six months. Timby, Guyana. Thanks for the shout out on the friend zone, 140. Gutted the link mic situation and work out. Classic. This is too good. But I hope you end up remembering to check us out when you get the chance. The song ended up coming out a while ago, but and here's the Spotify link in case it... Look, I've cooked the goose twice. So we'll just mark that as unread and we'll do this dance again in the future. I love it. I'm going to read a different one. Okay, you go. You read a different one. Greg says on the 20th of Jan, dear Tim Tim Timaru, t- Tim Timaru, and who's my big guy? Me. I was just listening to part seven of the And Just Like That season when one of you mentioned that only Carrie mentions Big's death when it hit me like lightning. The theory to end all theories. Okay. Now, I have never seen the movies and only seen five minutes of the not canonical TV show, but here are the facts. No one else mentions his death. Carrie is the narrator. Carrie is a bad writer. Carrie thinks the world revolves around her. Multiple other people in Carrie's life have left New York City and they are treated as if they died. Mr. Big can't read. Taken together, there is only one conclusion you can draw. Mr. Big left Carrie and Carrie can't text him because he can't read. And because she cannot comprehend someone leaving her, her mind has concluded that he must have died. I like it. Well, where did he go? What is he doing? I don't know, but I'd love to hear some ideas. Say my name. Say my name. Greg Fedewa. Thank you, Greg. I like, I mean, it is in keeping with Carrie's um, perception of the world and her reality that... um, Basically, anyone making the decision to cut her off is dead. Yeah. Except for Samantha, who she maybe thinks she's texting an apparition or a ghost of Samantha. I imagine Big probably is literally like two blocks over in the apartment. He's always spoken about getting for himself so that they can have some space. Yeah. And is probably still trying to reach out and contact (laughs) Carrie, who's got herself in such a flap. She's totally oblivious. Like in the background of every shot. And they cut this from the show. It's like Mr. Big coming into the room. <laughs> I don't know why, but my mind went to like Mr. Big locked himself in a closet and he can't get out mm. and just died in there. Okay, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It still ends up with him being dead, though, so it's probably not what happened. Dead Tim and Guy. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of your podcast. If they've got the musical notation for you to have done that, great. But also, if you improvised it, which you did, great. And as of today, which is not today. I love Ave Maria. But was at some point today. (laughs) Yeah. As of today, I'm 27. Ergo, a real person, according to James Reed from The Feelers. Mm -hmm. You're not even a real person until you're 27. I've been listening to you guys for the past five years. Fuck. And I want to thank you. Dido. For an amazing experience. The Grown Ups live reading episode featuring your fellow New Zealander Melanie Linsky was one of the greatest things I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. That's right. I read your typo, you dumb fuck. I can't speak for the... Ex- what a ruthless place to decide <laughs> to do that. I can't speak for the experience of watching Grown Ups 2, but the moment where Taylor Lautner's character was gored by a dare was a triumphant one in the extreme. <laughs> also, remember the Scotty Shitty Pants episode? That was absolutely heartbreaking. 
please do not say my name if that ends up happening. <laughs> Regards and many happy returns without a sign off. I don't Scotty remember the Scotty pants. Shitty Pants. Fuck. I don't remember. I don't remember that either. I um, shouldn't say this out loud because we shouldn't say things until we do them, but I, 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 just, I think we should really try and get Melanie Linsky on the next season as a guest. Do you reckon yeah. she'd come on? Uh, very busy, very successful woman yeah, with man. a family. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, it's not like we're not in range. Yeah. <laughs> she, I just think she'd be so cool. We should get. She's probably my favorite person in Los Angeles, you know. I not that I like know her personally, you know, really yeah, at all, yeah. but just from uh perceptions and whatever. She's she seems She's fantastic. Just the best. Her and um Jason. Her and Chelsea are friends. Oh, oh your partner. Historic friends, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. From from acting from acting and I suppose commonalities. Yeah. From acting and maybe a shared sense of Taste, music, food. Okay. Humor. I thought you were dancing around something when you started the sentence, but now I get that you're just deconstructing the concept of a friend. <laughs> that is what I'm trying to do. So that was that message. Well, let's get let's deploy Chelsea to get Melanie on the show. I could just DM her as well at some stage when we're back up and running. I refuse. Anna says this to you. No, it's sent to me. Hey, Frosty fellas, on episode seven of your series, and just like that, Tim offhandedly mentioned Riverdale. I'm unsure whether either of you have watched the show, Guy. He's not. He's nodding on the podcast. Have you watched Riverdale? He's shaking his head, everybody. I haven't either. But I wanted to suggest a particular method of viewing the series. In early 2020, my high school buddies and I decided to have virtual watch parties wherein we used a random number generator to decide which episode of Riverdale to watch. The series doesn't make any sense when viewed in chronological order, and the insanity only increases when viewed all shuffled up. We excluded the first season from this ritual because that season is the most grounded and has the slowest pace. This is a great way to watch. And be warned, but be warned, you must keep track of which episode you've already seen because they do tend to blur together after a while and it becomes hard to recognize a rewatch. If you say my name on the pod, feel free. Oh, sorry. If you read this on the pod, feel free to say my name. And my pronouns are she, her. And that's from Anne. Thanks, Anne. <laughs> what? What have I said that's fucking funny to you, you piece of shit? Tell me. Uh, you somehow managed to stumble upon a monosyllabic name, which is like a crazy thing to do. I rule. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And have never watched Riverdale. Certainly don't intend to. What are we at, Guy? What's that timer say to you? It says to me, keep on rolling, baby. Keep on. You know what? Rolling, rolling, yeah. rolling, it rolling. It to me. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep rolling, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Throw your hands up. That was the golden age of Ben Stiller in music videos. He played the valet. Hello again, my frosty fellas. A pretty good album, actually. That's chocolate. chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Uh, that's codified language for something else. Do you know what a chocolate starfish is, Tim? Are we going to the carnival? <laughs> We're getting some deep fried eats. It's not as delicious as you think. Mm. Unless you love it. Hello again, my frosty fellas. The opening to the recent friend zone piqued my interest. You had me at milk stout. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know which brewery made said stout. And what are your impressions of Castles. it? Castles. There we go. C A S S E L. I can't remember if it's one or two L's. S. So Canterbury-based brewery. Uh, I'm curious to know which brewery made said stout and what your impressions of it were. I actually have a podcast about beer with dozens, count them, dozens of listeners. I'm pretty keyed in on the beer scene. In fact, I once fasted from food for Lent. And only drank beer and clear liquids for the whole 40 days. Just as Jesus intended. You can Google my name and read more about it. it Four, was oh, you did the 40, 40 days. For 40 days and 40 nights. And it rained and it rained and it rained and it rained You've and done it Lent? Rained. You're not Catholic, are you? No, but I do Lent every year. What do you, do, what do you give up? Um... Not being uh, sucking, sucking. I don't know. I've got nothing. You give up sucking or not sucking? I give up not sucking. I so suck. you suck for forty days <laughs> yeah, in the year, forty nights. Yeah, which is pretty good when you think there's three hundred sixty-five of the suckers. Mm. Who fucking chose that number? Three sixty-five. Yeah, make it round. Honestly, <laughs> rude. Is that a thing? It's like daytime, nighttime. We got to measure. How, what is? Yeah, yes. What is it? One around the sun, isn't it? Fuck, who knows, man? Change the metric of time. <laughs> anyway. Take that upon yourselves, friend zoners. Did you know milk stouts are called milk stouts because the brewers add lactose to them? Lactose is a sugar that brewers' yeast can't metabolize, so that milky sweet sugar is in the final product, adding flavor, sweetness, and a denser mouthfeel. Isn't science grand? If you ever want to chat beer and or rugby... It often comes up on the pod. I can promise to increase your listenership by at least 30 people. And I have the metrics to prove it. Go ahead and say my name. And feel free to plug the Toronto Beer Podcast. Or, of course, in Toronto, Tim, they don't say Toronto. They say Toronto. If I wanted to discuss rugby and beer, I wouldn't have left Christchurch. My man. Okay. My freaking man here. I'm over it. And accept in return my gift to you both. A kiss. A mwah. A mwah. Check this shit out.
The message is grown ups too. The donation amount twenty US rucks. The contributor John hasn't specified whether he wants his last name read, but has also got a mailing address. So I will read that now. No, I'm just kidding. I won't read John's <laughs> Wish address. Wish you would. Um, thank you so much for that, for that twenty dollar donation. Um, if you would like to donate and then have it acknowledged months and months after the fact, mm-hmm. go to com. Eva says, Dear Timbleshanks and Magical Mr. Geistophiles. Long time lurker. Didn't think I'd, I've ever written in before. Have you got something to say? I'm proud of you for writing in. That's what I've got to say. But seeing as you were subjecting yourselves to yet more of the gals, reminded this was seen on the 26th of Jan, yeah, at what it. point we were knee-deep in Carrie Bradshaw. But seeing as you were subjecting <laughs> knee yourself... Knee-deep in Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> would be a great name for an article about Carrie getting back on the dating scene. <laughs> I thought it pertinent to let you know what an inspiration you've been on my own relationship with the four horse ladies of the sex apocalypse. I think I didn't nail that portmanteau, no, no, but you no. see what what Eva has done there. I've been around since season three, and listening back to you getting to know the girls so frightfully well, only to come right back for more a season later, really made me miss my own time with them so many years ago. My buddy and I have been trying to find an excuse to do a podcast together for years and thought, he's a sex in the city virgin. Why not kill several birds at once? Now... We're in the middle of season two of The People versus Carrie Bradshaw. That's really good. And it's exactly what the title implies. The woman is an absolute menace and she needs to be stopped. If you've ever wondered what it might be like for the rest of us to ingest an overwhelming piece of media through the coffee filter of YouTube, brave boys, this is passable simulacrum. You've been my favorite idea. Uh, you've been my favorite idea of all time since I found you. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that so nice? That's nice. Thank you for never thinking this through long enough to realize that you should stop. Times are rough, and we need you in those trenches fighting for our sanity. You are strong boys. You are selfless boys, and we owe you the world. A kiss for each of you. Say my name, and for God's sake, say the name of my podcast. Eva from The People versus Carrie Bradshaw. Great, great premise, title. Crushed I love it. And it's actually, it dovetails quite nice because this is something I want to talk to. Been tagged in a lot of it. It was a, a little bit ago, but just to bring everyone up to speed. Um, John Corbett. Does that name mean anything to you, Tim? He's one of the guys for Sex in the City. Yeah. He what, is- which guy? John Corbett plays. I'll give, do you want me to give you a clue or no? He plays. No, I know who he plays. John Corbett. Oh, oh, Aiden. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Well done. I don't know why that's in there. <laughs> well, much like Backstreet, yeah. he's back. Yes. Season two of And Just Like That, we can look forward to Aiden coming back to tell us he's learned yet yet another of the seven <laughs> Emirates. <laughs> and you can look forward to uh, us watching it, I guess. Whenever that comes Fuck. out. That's going to be brutal. It'll right. be okay. We've got it's. It, <laughs> there's a lot of work in front of us, Tim, but it's it's exciting, and I think um, you can look forward to more regularity, folks. That's right. We we've, can all look forward to that. We're we've we're we are aware that it has been um, 
a, a different sort of year from the worst idea of all time, and we hope you've enjoyed it. But we are girding our loins. You got to experiment sometimes. You got to throw caution to the wind and be like, let's pursue this idea for a bit, and then realize that you know video editing is so much harder and more time consuming than you first gave it credit for. And then bemoan the fact that guy doesn't know how to do any of that stuff. And then teach yourself how to do it and get them on late. And then everyone gets a bit cheesed. And, uh, you know, then you're us. That's what it's like to be us. I don't know how to, I mean, I say it. I don't know how to do anything. Say it on stage. I, um, that's a lie. I mean, you do say it, but it's not true. I can do a few things, but like nothing of value. I'm a good hang. You're fucking fantastic. Hang. No one can take that away from me. You're a bloody good driver. Yeah, yeah, I do drive. I do drive the car. Hey, man, it's good to see you. What sport are you best at of all of them? Tennis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye, everyone. What a cool <laughs> friend zone it's been. It has been nice. Uh, we'll see you soon. Do we need have you got, to, anything, have you got yeah, anything coming up to Yeah, what are the fucking calls I to reckon, action here? I'd just like to say, this isn't even your plug, but um, I'm fucking loving did titanic sink oh cool man i literally i listen to the episodes as soon as they show up it's so nice pocket casts uh it's a great journey you and carlo very happy to see you boys collaborating and uh if you're not listening get in it's as funny as it is informative and weirdly it's both simultaneously but also it's 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 like it's actually quite a difficult You've threaded the needle so beautifully. Like, I'm getting so many laughs out of it. And it's difficult to articulate exactly whether or not it's a comedy podcast or an information podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's both in a way which isn't doing either a disservice. Thanks. That's so sweet. That's incredibly high praise. Thank you. It's been um, a very interesting, time-consuming process to make it. Mm. And not one that I will repeat. (laughs) Well, this is how we learn. Did Titanic sink? Is the name of the series, and thank you, Guy, for shouting it out. It's my pleasure. Are you doing any comedy soon? You got any shows that you want yeah, people look, to come to? For the six people, sorry, for our one libertarian listener, if you know anyone in Auckland, I've got a standing gig that's always on the first Thursday of every month in Auckland called the Muck Around. Oh, it's called Muck Around Comedy. It used to be called The Fuck Around, but it was too hard to promote on Facebook because Zuckerberg doesn't like swears. I call him Kuckerberg. Got him. By the way... If you are one of those people in Auckland or you know someone there, on the 16th of September, which is a Friday, I'm improvising an hour of stand-up as I prepare to have a new hour of stand-up in 2023. So if you want to be a part of that, tickets are cheap. It's at the Classic Studio. Find it. It's called Watch Me and My Huge Muscles Get Super Ripped for Summer. And by muscles, I mean jokes. <laughs> and by summer, I mean next year. Goodbye. In the friend zone, you're always home. In the friend zone, you're not alone. Anytime. With Tim and Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.